I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Isotope Native Instruments and Plugin Alliance are launching a whole bunch of super hot deals for the Summer of Sound sale. From now until the 6th of July 2023, Isotope are offering all their software for 50% or more off including the comprehensive mixing and mastering bundle Music Production Suite 5, as well as flagship tools like Ozone, RX, Neutron, and more. All things I use to edit this podcast. Visit isotope.com and check out the frankly colossal range of things that you can get at extraordinary prices. And take your mixing and editing to a whole new level. Matt. Joe. What did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off at school? I have no idea. Bye, son. (laughs) Bye, son. (laughs) Bye, son. Hello and welcome, dear listener. Welcome to another episode of the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I am your host, Joe Banton, joined this week by Matt Knight. Hello, Mr. Joe. Hello, Mr. Matt. Hello, dear listener. Welcome back. Matt, we, we've actually, we've been talking almost the length of a podcast about guitars already. I should I have know. pressed uh, I, um, record much earlier. I, when I podcasted with Blake, Tone Mob Blake, um, uh-huh. a couple months ago, I think we ended up podcasting for like three hours, but also had like, <laughs> an hour before and like half an hour afterwards and i was like should probably like go and talk to my wife now for a bit <laughs> but it was good it was good um you know but that's what it's all about we should probably uh we probably should hit record earlier but you know we don't see each other very often joe we don't no, we, well, we, you know this is our you main move to the blooming time. midlands Matt. that's uh, not the midlands well, i mean the arse of england uh <laughs> the little sticky out bit the little the, sticky out bit what does the, it count as uh what in terms of counties or in yeah. terms of yeah. east anglia east anglia and that still counts as south does it it feels uh, no, a long way east east of england east i don't know yeah. what, what east is anglia east? is an area east of england often defined as including the counties of norfolk suffolk and cambridgeshire right. and more rarely essex oh, um but interestingly this part of the of England for our non-English listeners is one of the oldest parts of England. In oh. fact, Britain's all, all oldest... the other bits have been built onto it. It was yeah. actually just that originally. Yeah, just that. It just bolted on slowly but surely. Um, yeah, I live about ten minutes away from Britain's oldest recorded town. Wow, that is impressive. Um, but obviously, that's there were weird because people... because Nottingham has Britain's oldest pub in it, so yeah. it must have been a pretty dry area where you are if you've got the <laughs> oldest town. But yeah, no, no beer for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, strong, strong Roman history. Obviously, there were people here before the Romans, but they usually just go, "Yeah, we'll start from the Romans," and then yeah, just like where I come from that. Um, yeah, we live near Sutton Hoo. There was a film about that recently with Ralph Fiennes. What's that? Um, Sutton Hoo was the Viking burial site. They There was all these mounds in this like rich lady's garden, and they decided to dig it up, and underneath it they found like an entire... They found an, a Viking burial ground where a, you know, 
top level Viking was buried inside a ship. Wow. Wow. Buried underground. That's hardcore. Um, there's that really famous, probably only famous to English people. There's that really famous like Viking helmet um, that's always used in like pictures of history and stuff like that. That was discovered there. Oh wow! Um, yeah, I know exactly the one you mean. And we went there. Me and my family went there uh, not so long ago. We were like, oh, we should always we should always go to something. You know, it's an important historical place. It is well boring. <laughs> there's nothing. <laughs> Do you have there. a guitar shop. Got a guitar it, shop there. It does not. Ugh. It does not. Uh, unfortunately not. No Viking guitars or uh, any such of the like. Oh, that is a shame. Um, but anyway, that's where I live. Uh, I don't think I've doxxed myself there because that is a big area to cover. <laughs> <laughs> one of the uh, one of the shops in my village, bear in mind my village just has a pub, an Indian takeaway, a fish and chip shop, a barber's, all in the same building. A corner shop. Yeah, well, all, <laughs> all in the same square. It's just a tiny right, okay. square. One of the shops has come up for sale, and I was like, I bet I bet this is cheap. I bet this is cheap <laughs> to least. I could have my own guitar shop. But then I thought, there's like 5,000 people that live in this entire, I this think entire the, village. Do you know what? I, I must admit, I, I thought the same recently about various things. And I'm like, you only really need a small shop because you can do so much now via – online business and like reverb yeah you know the amount of people just like flipping gear on reverb just yeah. making that a full-time career you know yeah. i know i i know someone a uh, guy i see at all these various guitar shows and stuff someone i've known for years and years and i went to music college with him and that's what he does his full-time job is basically gear flipper. buying and stuff buying and selling stuff on reverb wow. buying it from facebook marketplace and then selling it on reverb yeah. but i think his he said his advantage because he tours in a functions band quite a lot he said um where he benefits is going to pick up amps that are crazy cheap on ebay because the people can't be bothered to ship them well amps is the problem it's not just that people can't be bothered it is difficult to ship an amp I mean, people make mistakes with guitars on on Facebook Marketplace. So many people don't want to post a guitar, and it really isn't much effort. Yeah. It's not difficult. Couriers have got it sorted out, how to do that sort of thing. And and it means you're going to get more money for it, because especially if you don't live somewhere really pretty well-connected and major – yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the things. It's actually how Tim's bought a lot of his gear is looking out for people in I don't know places like Leatherhead trying to flog, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. something. And there's just not enough musicians in that area to um to do it. And he's like, well, I don't mind the drive, so he always gets a deal. Yeah, well, that's it. That's it. It's the only reason I'm learning to drive. <laughs> <laughs> so you can take advantage of Facebook Marketplace. So I can basically, like, I mean, I'm sure you've done it, Joe. As a fellow non-driver, you've yeah. gone onto eBay and you've gone, oh man, I want that, and then it's yeah. like, yeah, I won't collection ship only, it. Oh, collection only, and you're just like, yeah. how far away is Scotland? <laughs> yeah, I definitely, yeah, yeah, copy pasted a lot of like towns that I've never heard of. Into, yeah, some into really Google weird like, ones. Yeah. I'm like, is this even a town? And then yeah, you Google it, and you're like, oh right, it's there yeah. in nowhere. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, I'm sure people say that about my town. Um, well, but yeah, certainly, certainly want to learn to drive purely for that one reason. Well, yeah. I mean, speaking of reverb, Matt, it's uh, it's gone. The true historic Gibson Les Paul, the R9, has sold you've, over the um, weekend. You've done quite a few high-end bits because you had that, mm. uh, I want to say, Martin. There was a Martin, yeah. There was a D, I want to say 60, I've forgotten now. Um, 45, it doesn't matter. It, there was a thing. There was a, mm. like a six grand Martin. There was a very nice hummingbird that went for three or four grand. Mm. It was, of course, my Gibson ES175. Oh. I think I got four two for Rest that. Something like that, four one. Something like that for that, which is a, a big old chunk of, you know, my, <laughs> what will be my house deposit, I guess. And yes, and now this. Of course, I don't get any of this. I've just got, to, I'm just giving the money to my auntie. She's trying to give me a percentage, but of course, I'm not going to take that <laughs> so uh so yeah so, but 99 percent. Just- you're like yeah i'll take 99 percent. <laughs> exactly to be honest like that guitar is all the jingles for uh it would live on forever as the jingles guitar for guitar nerds until i inevitably change the jingle next year and then i would have on. um 
I would have actually bought that off you if I'd have had the money at the time. Mm. It's just that great guitar. It was good. not to it rub was, it in, but it, it was an amazing guitar. But it was too flamey for me. Mm. Like for a guitar that was supposed to be a '59, it was a very modern flame. If mm. that makes any mm. sense, you know, I'm sure plenty of old guitars had flames like that. But you know, when something's flamey these days, it it reeks a PRS to me. And, uh, and so, as much as it was an amazing guitar, a bit too blingy, slightly yeah. too blingy. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, um, but it's been a busy old week, Matt. I'm aware that we've got quite a lot to talk about. Like you've had a heck of a time for for boss releases. Barely got to speak to you last week for um, for all your releases and and stuff. I was very I've busy. Been, yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been on a bit of an amp thing, as you can see, Matt. I've got the I've got my Katana two, my little Katana fifty. Um, back is the main amp that I'm using in my room. It's been the Fender Blues Junior for for a long time. Uh, that's been sort of sat behind me. It's, um, we, that we did talk, uh, um, despite me being busy and my, um, you know, I, I'm not usually blunt in text, but we did have a bit of back <laughs> and forth about amps because you've been trying to work out what you're doing for the next Polymath record and. Yeah. That sort of stuff, aren't you? And yeah, we yeah, were back and right. forth about Katana and some other bits. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure you'll talk about it now, but I will always, I guess I'll start by saying, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. And it's just, <laughs> I always think that with gear, I've certainly been thinking that a lot with pedals recently. You f- fluff around with loads of stuff and then, um, you just always come back to the yeah. stuff that you always liked. It's just that you want to try some other bits. That's exactly. all. Exactly. Exactly. And you forget that old reliable stuff actually might be the thing that you can get the best sounds out of. Yeah. Yeah. You, you're right. So the, the polymath thing was for, for Tim. He uh, just, just not gelling with the Fender bass breaker too loud, you know, can't get it even onto one. And we're a loud band when we're, when we're out gigging. Mm. So just too too much volume. So he he can fit an attenuator, but also I think he's there's been a bit of love lost with the amp on the back of the fact that he's got to pay to, you know, have have it customized because Fender couldn't make an amp with volume that works straight out of the you know <laughs> out, out the door. So he was a bit he was yeah you know, yeah I think he's sort of just fallen out with that amp a little bit. But he did really like having something that was super clean. He's using lots of pedals to get his different tiers of overdrive now. And so we started looking at very clean amplifiers. And that that led him back to his boss katana, um, which, of course, previously had always used the crunch channels on. And, you know, yes, when we AB'd the katana on a crunch channel with other valve amps that were much more expensive, those valve amps did sound better. And that, hence, was why Tim ended up benching the katana. But using the clean setting on a solid state amplifier and opening up, because you've got three, you've got essentially three tiers of, I guess, volume and gain on the on the katana. You've got gain and volume, and then you've got a master control as well. Yeah. yeah. As well as, I guess, having your tiering of how many watts you're running the amplifier at. Actually opening up the master fully and then doing everything through the gain and the volume of that particular channel especially when you're on the higher wattage settings amazing solid state clean tone just really really great sounding amplifier Mm. so he's he's very much sort of really enjoying using that but he's still like what he wants is the last amp you know he just wants something that is absolutely tour ready always going to be amazing and he's going to use in a studio um and so you know we started thinking about jazz choruses which is of course why i was messaging you for you know some advice and information on on running jazz chorus so we're going to go me and him are going to go try some out at brighton electric on wednesday i'm going to see how that goes but the tr- the trusty jazz chorus i know what you were saying about it matt you're saying you know it is super big and super heavy but that's not not so much a problem for us plus tim has found out that it was the amp that um uh that uh that robert fripp used to use i um i mean i absolutely love the the jc i mean it's you know it's the longest running production of an amplifier ever right of any amp i'm pretty sure of any amp well, 
because there's no other amp. I mean, if I to say another amp that's remained unchanged yeah. since 1974. Right. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I mean, it's pretty mad, really, if you think about it. We've made that amp for over 40 years. Yeah. Nearly 50 years. Yeah. Um... Well, uh, yeah, fifty years because we looked. We launched the fiftieth anniversary this year, so fifty. Of course, yeah, fifty years. In the lovely uh, cherry blossom. Yeah, uh, finish. So you know, fifty years, and you think we've been making that amp continuously since then, and there's a reason, and it's just it. It there's nothing else that sounds like it. There's a yeah. reason that so many amp modelers and multi effects have like a JC Clean or something yeah. similar. It's because it is legendary. You know, you see it in backlines of all these bands, you know, in the studio, there's always like rehearsal rooms, you know, rentals because they, they don't break. They're super loud. They're super clean. And the chorus sound is unlike anything else. I mean, that was the invention of the, the, the spatial chorus effect. Yeah. Um, and they are very immediate. They're very, I guess, like, Ford in terms of the sound like yeah. you as soon as you play it comes back at you um it's very yeah, brash abs- it's very in your face it's, it's yeah. very it's got a lot of presence to it you know it's- you know and um still one of the main reference amps that you know boss use as a kind of reference point for designing pedals and testing pedals and of, of course you know doing testing with a lot of other things but jc because it's so consistent yeah you know, that's, I mean, that's the main thing, isn't it? When you've, you've, you are solid state, you've got no valves, you've got no things that could change. You've got no things that could be different. Um, that, you know, definitely helps, but it is an incredible, I got one of the 50th anniversary ones out. We've got one in the office and it's just like, oh. you, you plug it in and you just turn the chorus on and it's just, <laughs> it's, and of course the, um, you know, you've got spring reverb, real spring reverb in there as well. Yeah, with yeah. Really, with with a special, if I remember rightly, it's a special configuration of spring. I think it's like a Z-shaped spring, if I remember oh, right. rightly. Um, I'd have to Google it to double check it. Um, but I've got a JC22. Yeah. Yes, 22, um, which I think is 30 watts with the two 8-inch eight speakers. Yeah. Um, and that thing sounds great for home use. It's super great, clean. Great I for was, a home amp, great little recording amp. Um, I was actually using it in a three-amp setup for a while, and probably when I move and got a bit more space, I might try and rig up something <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yes, you absolutely should. But, yeah, it's it's a great-sounding amp. I mean, I think one of my favourite uses recently um, is – Wes Borland has, I think, a Mesa Boogie and a JC120 and then just an AB pedal that just goes between Great. those two things. What more do you need? 
What more Perfect. do you need? Yeah, that's, um, that does sound good. The 40 is, of course, the other option, but a couple of 10s. And, you know, Tim, like a lot of dear listener, like a lot of you, like a lot of guitarists, and me included, still get funny about 10s. Still, still not, you know, rightly or wrongly slow. So worried about not having 12s. Mm. I think 10s, the 40 is definitely brighter. Definitely mm. got um because those tens don't have as much low end. Yeah. Um I mean I still really miss my um JC fifty, which was 50. The, that was the which, fifteen, which wasn't was, it? No, I had a JC fifty which had Yeah, actually was it a one fifteen or was it a one twelve? I think it was a one twelve, but they did oh. do a one maybe it was one fifteen, I can't remember now. Um but they also did because they did a fifty-five, which was a two eight-inch combo. Right. Um, was it the one sixty that was a four ten? Yeah, one sixty. And also, I <laughs> when I was in Japan about five years ago, um, a store had a JC two hundred, which is the head. Oh yes. And I'm just like, that is ridiculous. Um, actually, they, I mean, the thing is, jazz choruses now you can buy them obviously you can still buy new ones and we you know it's still popular um yeah. but also yeah you can get secondhand ones for well, sort of relatively decent price as well. well well that is because they are big and heavy and uh no one wants to post them <laughs> yeah well i mean they i can't even remember what the actual weight is but yeah they are crazy heavy um i remember i think it was when we launched the tone bender and aunt makari did a kind of talk and and stuff about it and he said he remembered the first time that they got one in and it was just like unlike any other any other amp they'd ever plugged in right um so yeah i mean i I would totally totally have a jc120 in in the rig and i wouldn't necessarily say it's like the best pedal platform because it is very bright. It's very direct. And some people want a softer sounding clean amp to just for their drive pedals and their fuzzes and things uh-huh. like that. So, you know, I think that's why Katana, like you say, the Katana clean sound's been really popular. Yeah. Um, but if you've never plugged a JC120 in, then I urge you all to go to a shop <laughs> and plug in a JC120. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it on Wednesday. Turn it yeah, up let me know as how loud you as we on. can. Yes, yes, I certainly will do. That's uh, that's going to be great. Now, um, I, I tell you what. Last last week we picked up. We were sent um, one of the new Jodo catalog guitars for 2023, um, the Gas Jockey. Now, I put a little video up of this on Instagram of me, you know, so when it turned up and I opened it up and everything, and it got a, an awful lot of very positive comments about this guitar. Um, and so I've been recording things with it this week, but the dear, I mean, dear listener, the gas jockey is absolutely fantastic strap body shape, but firebird esque things. So think of the Reverend Greg Cock, the second one that he did, mm. Firebirdy, but instead of a telly, we're talking about a strap done like a firebird. So we've got that raised central bit. We've got three mini Wilkinson humbuckers. You've got a three-way pickup selector. So you're always choosing between a combination, but then you have two individual volume controls, which will apply to whatever two pickups are in the combo. Um, So you can always turn it down to sort of a single, uh, you know, a single mini humbucking version in any one of those settings. But, those three three humbuckers, when you're always using two, no matter where you are, gives you that lovely scooped strat sound, mm-hmm. but bigger and bolder. The neck is fantastic, very Gibson-y profile neck. Obviously, it's a it's a, a glued neck construction, but th- the neck feels fantastic. We got it in the lovely gold with gold hardware, big block inlays, lovely angled back black headstock with the jodo gas jockey logo on it uh, I, I mean 799 with a hard case um <laughs> there's I, I mean, so there's... much bang for buck and they're lim- i didn't realize they're limited edition oh are they is all mm. like, oh, right yeah according to that. the um according to the vintage website uh limited edition 
of 100 Gas Jockey in original vintage guitar gear case created by Jodo Guitars and Vintage UK design team. And I guess we should probably say for people who don't know, Jodo are um, basically a one-man team who designed some crazy, crazy um, one-off electric guitars. Yeah. and amazing custom shops. Yeah, it's just like an amazing custom shop beyond anything you've ever seen. A- anything you've ever seen. Check them out, Joe Doe Guitars. And everyone comes with its own unique story and its own kind of... Just it's a fictional story, isn't it? So yeah, every a fictional story, yeah. Every guitar is made as if it belonged to a fictional person. And Ben, the guy behind Joe Doe Guitars creates a whole story and backstory which he'll which you can discover you know for, mm-hmm. via the 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 guitars and that's how his custom shop works like imagine if this guitar and it will all be always be something ridiculous like do you remember they did that telecaster that was like the false in prison telly and it was supposed yeah. to be a guitar but if the telly was owned by the uh uh you know by the prison institution and so it had like a secret hidden neck pickup that the inmates had put in that couldn't be known by the guards and stuff like that it's like there's always ridiculous backstories so here's um ben's a screenwriter by trade yeah so that's where a lot of those stories come from um but if you want a really cool piece of um guitar a guitar prop i guess in some ways um on their website or on their reverb shop they do a lot of different uh rhythm treble selector switches oh yeah um for Don't they do like hendrix page on, yeah on, so on. Rhythm, <laughs> rhythm tremble dazed confused lift off standby uh heavy mental uh blah blah and la 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 which i like um <laughs> but yeah this going back to the, the vintage very very cool i think it's great that you know such radical guitar designs or stories or ideas can be realized at a much more affordable price unbelievable price 799 is crazy let me read let me read the backstory to the gas jockey which is on the vintage guitars rs.com website um okay so um so where did the origin story behind the jodo gas jockey begin well it all began on a gas station forecourt in 1960 Wally Songman Saban is living, bre- is a living, breathing human jukebox. Pull up into his New Jersey gas station on Fellowship Road, and he'll not only fill your car with gas, but will play any song you can think of on his electric guitar. How is it possible? For the 63 years Wally has worked on the station forecourt, he's been accompanied by music from his AM radio, playing billboard hits of the day. He only needs to hear a song once before the notes become transcribed and etched into his musical DNA. There's a weathered sign hanging over the entrance to the station. Challenge Wally for $5. If he can't play your song, then gas is on him. Locals know not to take the bait, but if you're new to town, you'll try your luck. Suggest something obscure from the 70s and end up five bucks worse off. Wally has only lost the challenge once, when he failed to play a request from Loretta Marshall in 1982. She left with a free tank full of gas, and Wally got her number. They've been together ever since. I want to watch that. I want to watch that as a script. As a, uh, I want to read that whole screenplay now. But it's yeah. great. I, I love it. It just gives the guitars character and yeah, soul. Yeah. You it's know, great. it actually um, it, it comes with a load of uh, custom stickers in the hard case oh, really? as well that oh, are like cool. uh, that are all uh, sort of plays on. Uh, American petrol or gas uh, companies. So I think that, you know, they've golf, don't they? And and so it's something else. It says, uh, I don't know, it says glum or something like that, but all in the same font. And they do a few of those, all, uh, all that sort of thing. So it even, even comes with stickers for you to stick on it if you're that way inclined. Love it. So, I love it. Yeah. And, yeah, no, that's great. And, and I just – they're so – vintage at the moment from their uk design team the 2023 collection you've also got the gambler which is their sort of like thin line telly uh, with its own poker chip that you can rub for luck uh the gas jockey and then you've also got the um hot rod electric guitars which are kind of lp shapes uh with pinstriping 
And then uh, they also do some sort of like P bases with first bases they've done in the yeah I think in the with Jodo blue line. and black paisley finishes. So very very cool, definitely worth checking out. But for me, this is probably the winner for me, as you say. It's that that yeah. sent that raised center, the three firebird um, pickups, the kind of strats shape, really nice headstock, cool finish. Definitely, as you say, it's got that kind of vibe of that that reverend as well, but. I think yeah. seven nine nine is a very very cool guitar. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, let's uh, let's stay on on that for a minute because uh, because I've done, I've recorded the demos this week um, using that guitar, but I was aware that the pedals I were using were relatively uh, relatively full on. So I've tried to dial some of the sounds back so you can really hear that incredible sort of super powered strat scoop to uh um to the pedals but uh, to the guitar but the the pedals that we're demoing this week are from a, a pretty new company called buzzing bugs audio devices follow them on instagram at buzzing bugs fx the letters f and x really new small company from brighton in fact a friend of jay cross's matt i think is coming out with us on friday night when uh when we come oh. down to the brighton guitar show which is the next thing we should talk about after um after this but uh yeah so buzzing bugs effects they they do kind of they do maybe three pedals but they sent me a couple they're bb01 and they're bb02 the 01 is a fuzz preamp the O2 is a percolator fuzz. Now, from what I understand, um, the you know the team behind Buzzing Bugs are obsessed with harmonic percolators and that sort of full-bodied, full-bore, fuzzy distortion tone. And that's what they've tried to bring with these pedals. And they've really nailed it with the percolator fuzz, which is a simple two-control pedal, much like, a, I guess, a, a harmonic percolator. And then the fuzz preamp, is like a, a three I'm just picking up dear listener it's like a three control fuzz but it the reason it's called a fuzz preamp is you have the ability to kind of dial it back a little bit and get some sort of some more organic sounding richer clearer tones and the additional control they've added the third control is a high cut which I've completely defeated and my goodness it's like the most raspy it, it, it made it sound like I was playing an aluminium guitar you know it just had that <laughs> so much presence and so much treble which i absolutely loved so yeah so both of these both these pedals are fantastic i i'm gonna go i have to go out on a limb with the the bb02 the percolator fuzz i don't say this about an awful lot of pedals dear listener but it's 119 pounds it is absolutely fantastic if you want a harmonic percolator this is this pedal was incredible i loved it i loved every second of playing it just a simple silicon transistor based two control volume and gain fuzz but there was so much characters so much tone so full-bodied um so i've recorded a little a little demo for this week um with each pedal first of all i'm going to give you the harmonic which i i wrote like a little punk number on because i feel like that's what a harmonic percolator deserves and then we'll listen to the fuzz preamp where i'm just doing a guitar solo thing um just so you can hear sort of the character of the guitar mixed with this gorgeous fuzz preamp but they're very good i'm interested to see what you think of this as well matt but this is um this is the buzzing bugs percolator
there it was. Oh, I like that bit at the end. <laughs> where, where I stopped every single guitar in a slightly different place. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. It's um, it sounds great. You know, I think for me, instant vibes of, I guess that kind of instant vibes of Queen of the Stone Age. Not that sort of like as like that sort of honky mid range, um, yeah. like a cocktail sort of vibe. But very kind of grungy, very modern sounding fuzz. I thought, yeah. But sits in a mix really well. And, you know, I say it every time we do one of these, especially when it comes to like a fuzz pedal, I think it's so important to hear how it sits in a mix like that because I think that really tells you what it's going to be like. Sounds great at home. And then, yeah, you go out and play or record with it and it just disappears. And it's just, yeah, like you say, it's fat. It's really, really fat sounding fuzz. I love it. Yeah. Lo- yeah, really fat. Loads of character. Not too many artifacts or anything when you start. Uh, yeah, it didn't have the, the kind end. of fuzz factory sort of. Yeah, no, it wasn't like a Velcro-y type fuzz, and it certainly wasn't a sort of, yeah, glitchy top-end fuzz or anything like that. It was um, just a really good fat-sounding fuzz pedal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Dead simple. I don't think I changed the controls on uh, on any of the guitars, on any of the, like, five or six guitars that I was running on that clip. I think it was actually just the same. Just It was just, you know, played in different parts. Obviously, there was a bit of reverb on there, dear listener. Yeah, I had the gain just under full. And the volume, it, obviously, um, wherever it's at. Is it based on a harmonic percolator? Because it's it called a percolator yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and that's still one of the sort of uh, most mysterious fuzz distortion pedals there are, realistically. Yeah. Um, I think it sounds like they've nailed it. I, I thought yeah. it sounded great. R- really, really have nailed it. It was just a perfect, that full-bodied percolator sound. It was great. Yeah. But this is the preamp. Let's, let's listen to the preamp as well, which you can get a little bit more, I guess, character out of, or, or basically uh, more dynamics out of than you can the, the harmonic percolator. So perfect if you want to do something other than, you know, a hives cover. Um, here it is. <laughs> So I could tell you liked it, Joe, because that demo went on much longer than <laughs> your other demos. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I guess it and, did. <laughs> and and that was uh, not a bad thing. That was not a, that was absolutely not a, not a criticism. But I thought it sounded. I could tell that you liked it just by the way that that the guitar. Not that you have to struggle playing with anything else that you play or create for those things, but definitely it felt like really in your in your zone did you um what guitar was that the jodo guitar as well? always that the jodo yeah always the jodo on the on the great. it, it sounds really good sounds really good on the bridge but it's the bridge with the middle i guess so it's the bottom two pickup so a bit like a wow. you know the an in-between position on a strat but yeah that bbo one fuzz is inspired by the vox ac normal channel um, okay. The BB01 Fuzz, I'm just reading off their website now. The BB01 Fuzz preamp is a hybrid transistor op amp based fuzz circuit with a sweeping gain, which offers anything from a dirty amp pushing boost to a blown out speaker fuzz. That's wow. the uh, That's the gist. 
Yeah, but, no, I thought it sounded... I, I think if I was going to pick one at those two demos, I would probably... Whew, I Yeah, the second one, the preamp, and I would probably use that as an all, almost always on yeah. and just use the guitar volume quite a lot to sort of clean it up or, or alter it. Yeah, it was very interactive, very dynamic. I, I loved it. I had a great time with both pedals. But yeah, like I say, dear listener, pretty fresh company here and kind of friends of the podcast as well. So, we're, we're, well, as I say, we're going to meet them um, at the end of this week on Friday night where we're all going out for a pre-Brighton guitar show, uh, drinks and dinner sort of thing. But, of course, the exciting thing there is the Brighton Guitar Show. The first ever Brighton Guitar Show is indeed uh, this Saturday, 15th of July, 10 until 5 at the Brighton Racecourse. I'm very excited. We're going to see lots of people we haven't seen in a very long time. That's right. Um, You know, I think it's... I mean, I don't remember there ever being any sort of Brighton-based guitar show ever in the whole time that we've ever... You know, I'd certainly lived mm. there and did yeah. anything. Um, and I think it's it's going to be nice. It's going to be really nice to be there, be a bunch with a bunch of brands, a lot of people we know. I think these shows are always about making new friends and seeing the people that you haven't seen for a long time. Yeah. Um, and these kind of smaller expos are nice because they're just small. Everyone's got, I think everyone's got the same booth set up. I think everyone's going to have like a table. Yeah. Um, and it just gives you a chance to go in and see some stuff and, you know, try, find out some, new, find some new things. Yeah. I think as well. So there's a whole bunch of brands. I mean, people like, you know, Xander, you know, I haven't seen those guys for ages. Thorpe's there. Um, so it'd be good to see. Those guys. Well, we're going to talk about his new pedal a bit later. Thorpe's new pedal, so that would be will be great. I think actually, Matt, you and I are hosting a Q and A with Adrian on his. Uh, it's probably going to be largely about his new pedal. Yes, we're going to talk about that. I'm sure I've got lots of difficult questions to ask him. Um, <laughs> Bleak District Electric are there. They're the ones that oh, we yeah. demoed the. Um, the, uh, it was the fuzz with the looper on it. Oh, the I, fuzz I with the micro there. looper, which I still think is very cool. Oh, so cool. Um, String Joy are there? I don't know who String Joy are distributed through. I'm assuming Blake's not coming all the way over. To, no, from... it's um, we do know the fella, and I forgot. Oh, it's yeah. Um... yeah. Oh, he's going to listen to this and hate me. But, <laughs> no. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh, well. um, but it's been a long day. Um... No, it's going to be good. There's going to be a lot of people there and Monty's there as well. So it'd be good to yeah. see Matt. I think uh, there's um, some giveaways as well. It's like Rotor Sound and Ernie Ball. Well, that's going to be right. competing, isn't it? Both of them are doing some giveaways. Sanders doing a giveaway. But there's also, looking on the list of exhibitors, Brighton Vintage Pedals. Who's that? How do we not know them? Brighton um, Vintage Pedals. I do not know. Um, but yeah, no, it's going to be up at the race course, Brighton, if you're in the UK, um, and you fancy a day out for guitars, yeah. it'd be good to come and support, you know, this is the, um, this is the first one. So I think it'd be really nice if we could make it a success so we could do more of them, bring back more local shows. That's what I say. Um, we just want to see, see more guitar shows. I think because Nam's not around, you know, there's more people, more chance of people to come and see cool stuff, local yeah. stuff, and and actually be able to like try gear and have a conversation about it rather than wander around a giant venue and not be able to talk to anyone because things are so busy and so loud and everyone's been out the night before and well, actually, <laughs> we will also be out the night before, yeah. but yeah. Um, no, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Please do come along, just because we want to make a success and see more of them. Yeah, it's yeah. Please do come along. Uh, apparently, ticket sales have been fantastic over the last uh, week, so I think it is actually going to be pretty decent. So nice. That be that will be wonderful. Um, I my favorite thing about going to a guitar show is I really like uh, bringing some money and not knowing what I'm going to spend it on. Yes, I, I like to be talked into things, convinced. Yeah, yeah. So, I just want to know. Um... I'm coming away with a pedal. I just don't know what one. Yeah, There's, that, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at some of the things. There's uh, intensive care audio. They're going to be there. They make some cool looking pedals. Oh yeah, I've seen we've seen some of those before. Um, Lola pickups. They all mm-hmm. come through uh, the same distributor. 
Um, so it'd be cool to talk about those. There's some brands that I've not heard of before. There's going to be some guitar brands I've not heard of before. So yeah, it's going to be a nice chance to check out some different stuff as well and see some smaller stuff. Everyone keeps going on about these NRG effects as well. So um, yeah. maybe that's what I'll I'll save my pennies for. Yeah, do it. Oh, yeah, they're very good. You definitely should. It's going to be. Um, and, yeah, it'll be good for, for everyone to come along to the Q&As that, you know, we're hosting as well. Um, not a full plan on what or when. Uh, or we know when. We just don't know what we're doing yet. <laughs> we haven't worked out what we're going to say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll wing it. That's what we've done for the last 10 years. I'm sure we can just continue to do just, that no problem i'll make it up on the spot i did uh i did when uh we you know obviously we've we sorted this out with phil who's organized the brighton guitar show and he was like you, you want to do some you know guitar nerds sort of q a thing i was like yeah sure man whatever you want and then like at the start of this week he was like here's here's the list and it looks like i'm hosting all of them all of the q a's and there were like six or eight and they are <laughs> the entire day and i was like ah. Oh, I'm not going to see any of the guitar show, but that's fine. I don't mind. Yeah, you'll have to go in early and then just run between the sessions and just <laughs> yeah. find something. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm oh, well, sure. it's going to be great. So, dear listener, I do hope we're going to see some of you. Apologies to all the people who aren't UK-based for us spending so long talking about a show that you can't come to. But, you know, whatever. You guys get Nam. Um, so, yeah, true. True. Exactly, exactly. So we should, uh, Matt, I feel like we should talk about this thing that uh, that went a bit wild on the group today when, well, Mark Packham messaged me earlier today and was like, you should share this. It's an incredible deal. So I shared it on the uh, Guitar Nerds group and sure enough, people went mad for it. Moog, Moog Gravit, on trusty Moog Gravit, went ahead and bought one. Um, <laughs> and I am, of course, talking about the Relish Trinity uh, series guitars they're pickup swapping gorgeous looking very elegant modern electric guitars single cut lovely we spoke about them years ago at nam when they first came out and they were like four five thousand pound guitars mm. they released their trinity series which was an affordable version of those guitars they were about 1500 quid initially they went down recently to 649 something like that 699 and now they are in a sale at 349 british pounds crazy crazy these are yeah company out of switzerland and i think the nice things you say joe very modern very sleek looking um bolt on design but yeah but the 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 main thing is this sort of pickup swapping system they literally unscrew via a bolt on the back and you just pull them straight out and then you can um pop a different set straight in um i don't know i don't I think it has to be put, theirs right it does have to be theirs i don't think you can pop any pickup do you get in. Do you get other pickups when you pay 350 quid i think so I'm i just would be gonna... very surprised if uh if you did um so they do a p90 a single coil and a humbucker and you can do any combination of those Right. Maybe you do get them with it. Well, no, Maybe it does say do. on the listing that it says, want more pickups? Relish housed pickups are available on the Cream Tea Custom Shop website. Um, so that's where you get them. So I guess this would come with a pair of humbuckers. And, um, and yeah, you can get some other things off of this, off of the Cream Tea Custom website. I'm just having a look. I wonder if you can order. Oh, yeah, these are the... These are the people that make the BFG Banger, which was the st- stacked Billy Gibbons. I forgot about this. They make like a stacked Billy Gibbons humbucker, um, but with the wide range, three on the bass, three on the treble um, thing. Right. I was just trying to have a look, see. That's so, cool. yeah, so they've got. So you can order any of though their pickups or a bunch of their pickups that they sell right with ah right now you can put any pickup in it joe let's be clear here because this is a great this is great for uh, people who are interested you buy the pickup swapping back plates Ah. installation so you send your pickups to us and we'll install them onto a relish swapping back plate so you can buy pretty much any pickup and then they fit them for you 99 pounds a set or uh, 59 pounds per pickup 
Um, wow. So if you've got some particular pickups that you like uh, or that they make, you can then have it fitted with the relish, relish pickup swapping system. Um, That's pretty good. But yeah, these are, I think, I don't know where these ones are built, um, but very, very modern specs. You've got like a modern C neck shape, bolt on neck, 25 and a half uh, inch scale length, 10 inch radius, two-way truss rod, 24 frets. So everything that you'd sort of expect from a nice sort of modern guitar. Yeah. Um, it's got kind of a Manson-y body shape to it. That's that's sort of how I feel about it. There's something a bit Bellamy-esque yeah. about this. It's, it's very smooth lines and curves isn't it lots of beveling going on yeah, yeah. available in three colors silver satin black and the white i can't make out if it's satin or not uh, could be either yeah and then there's also i think there's two models as well so they're actually doing the trinity oh, in the sale really yeah Are trinity they? pickup swapping electric guitar in vintage white silver black and then there is also i'm just gonna because I did look at it earlier and then I lost the page. Um, <laughs> there's also, yeah, so there's there must be two. I don't know what the difference is, but there's pickup swapping electric guitar in silver, velvet, black, ice blue, vintage white at 349. And then there's some at 699. I don't oh, I know see. what the difference is between those ones. Hmm. There's only a couple that are 349. I think that might just maybe be one colour that's discounted then. Well, it's three colours that are discounted on the Sound Effects website on Reverb. Yes, I can. Yeah, I can see that now. And then there's also, yeah, because I've actually got this Relish Trinity electric guitar with detachable pickups in blue at six nine nine. Was originally nineteen hundred. Wow. Deals to be had, people. Deals to be had. Indeed. And yes, you can buy um, replacement pickups from sound effects as well. They've got plenty, plenty there as well. Indeed. Seems like a great deal. Moog, do let us know how you get on with it when you get it. And if you get any of these pickup options um, from sound effects, they have got a whole bunch. I really like the Cream Tea original, the Banger Bridge pickup, which is, as you said, Matt, the uh, split uh, wide range style humbucker. That's pretty cool. They also do a, um, they do a Bangers and Mash, uh, which is two I see. It's, it's bangers. I guess it's two lipstick pickups sandwiched together um, for, to make a humbucker, which is very cool. They've got the Duchess P90, which is a Gibson style P90. They've got a whole bunch. Um, there's some really, really cool stuff here. I'd be really interested to see what, yeah, what, um, how Mood gets on on with it. And if any of you. Uh, dear listener, if any of you have also purchased one, do let us know. I want to know. Yeah, if I'm. Missing I'm, out. I'm I. I'm really keen to try one because the only ones I've ever tried are the sort of three and a half grand ones that were announced at NAMM several years ago. So it'd be interesting to see. I'm I'm sure these ones are uh, going to be made in a decent factory um, somewhere. So I imagine they're going to be sort of nice quality and and just something a bit different. Do you know what I mean? I think I like that, you know, the fact that you can put any pickup in you know yes there's a bit of expense but if there's a particular pickup you like or you want at least you know you can fit it without too much hassle you know it's not like you're locked into their system um in a sense you can put your own pickups in there if you want which is quite nice i I like the idea that they've made it super easy that's really cool obviously the look isn't quite my cup of tea but um i I love everything else about it i think um it's just it's just one of those things isn't it it's like how often are you going to swap the pickups out i think that's always the thing i think i would i think i would and and it would be nice to not have to buy a new guitar to do that or 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 or, you know have to mess around with soldering irons to to do that you know you've you you can fit anything with these that's yeah it's kind of cool. yeah and i think it's quite good that they're that it looks like a relatively simple like locking system so kind of easy to have other pickups fitted to it yeah um and I, I guess for me it's more about being able to mix and match easier right um rather yeah, than going and gonna have two humbuckers but you know like a single coil and a p90 or a single coil and a humbucker and switching around the position and stuff like that that's that's always really nice yeah yeah, I completely agree. Very cool. Very cool indeed. Now, 
that, dear listener, is the question duck reminding me to remind you that after Matt and I finish here, we head over onto our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where we're going to talk about, well, I mean, I say we're going to talk about questions from the guitar nerds group, which we will potentially, but there's also like some cool news items and stuff like that that we'd like to talk about as well but uh we might talk about some of these things like jeff b has been uh been talking about the ik multimedia tone x and tone net where people are now because the product's been around for enough time um there are loads and loads of modeled of captures of of modeled amplifiers high quality brilliant amps modeled by people he is saying that they have to he has to sift through a lot of less well done um, that's always the problem always the problem <laughs> but nonetheless it's still free access to some incredible tones for an absolute fraction of the price of the competition so maybe we'll talk about that peter pesci is talking about instrument insurance i'm a big advocate of that maybe we'll talk about some options there rob patson uh recently been looking for the after we spoke about it last week when you were away matt the music nomad frying kit which i know you're a big fan of as am i oh, yeah so, uh, absolutely so yeah so the the good the fretboard polish kit so maybe we'll talk about some of those things as well um but we've got some news items and we haven't done topic of the week yet so let's do that now this this week's topic was chosen by ross edwards so Ross said, how about um, Guthrie Govan going fully digital? Am I a Luddite for wanting to see glowing glass bottles and feeling my trousers flapping in the breeze created by a 412? How much longer do Valve stroke tube amps have? Um, mm. and that is the question. How, how do you, how, I mean, this is quite well trodden subject matter for us. I feel like we've spoken about this. Yeah. And how, I, how, what do you, what do you think, Matt? Do you think things are changing? Are they moving? I, I'm, I'm on the reverse. I'm going through a, 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 like a real gear phase again. Now, if during lockdown, I went very digital, I'm, I'm sort of on the reverse of that. So I feel maybe I'm out of what's in vogue at the moment. Um, I think what, comes around what goes around comes around or whatever the phrase is i i honestly i think you know, people will come back master still people you know, people will come back to valve amps i don't think valve amps valve technology is going anywhere um digital technology has been around for a very very long time and people have been using and integrating that sort of technology for a very very long time i think when you look at guys like Guthrie or various other like big touring musicians, yeah, it, it's an ease of use and setup thing, and sure. and it's consistent. I mean, someone like um, you know, do a lot of work with like Alex Hutchins, you know, similar in a vein to, to Guthrie. You know, doing a lot of clinics, traveling around. It's like don't know what your backline's going to be. You're going to do clinics or master classes. You want consistent sound. You want all your sounds in one box. You need to be able to get it on a plane. Like everyone likes a valve amp, realistically. And, you yeah. know, look at someone like Toast and the Bassies. Like, yeah, you know, I'm using, you know, Axe Effects and all of that sort of stuff. And then it's like, oh, now I've gone to, um, now That's I've gone big. back to using, he was using Morgan. Now he's like gone he back Morgan? to another company. Yeah. Um, and I just think, Everyone, most guitar players, 95% of guitar players will like a valve amp and they will want a 412. And that's kind of what we want to see because that's what we've grown up with. Yeah. And I think maybe there's a lot more players out there who I certainly see online who haven't grown up with that, who are using plugins, who are using modelers to great effect. And I just think that, yeah, there's just an older, different generation of players who still want to see and use valve amps i don't think they're ever going to disappear and i think realistically in some ways it'll probably be a bit like vinyl and it'll just it'll just come back yeah it'll just come back i i also think with this it it really comes down to the type of player like ross here has cited guthrie govan as if as if that's a player who should be playing valve amps i don't necessarily think so his signature models have been modern and pretty tasteless in like i don't mean that really i mean like they've been uh not traditional they're very modern looking like he's been trying to be you, you know modern with all his stuff for some well, time i think he's like, trying to be he's trying to be versatile with sure. all of his guitars do you know yeah. what i mean it's not yeah. like you know you're playing it's it's a guitar that sort of does a bit of everything yeah and i just think 
those people, those you know, people have I've, always been looking for this, though, as a solution. Yeah. You know? And I mean, you know, he doesn't use a huge amount of sounds, and it's like, why would you take a whole pedal board around where there's inconsistencies when you can take can take that? I yeah. mean, I, I get it. Like, you know, sometimes you want to see it on stage. And we talked about this, you know, before, and it's like I loved seeing, you know, last year, and I'm seeing him again in a couple of weeks, you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers play a stadium and, you know, they're, they're not playing to a click and there's real amps on stage and everything's just turned up and, yeah. you know, it just sounds huge. Look at Arctic Monkeys' headline set at, at Glasgow. All yeah. real vintage gear, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think there's some bands and some guitar players that make that choice and I think there's other bands that go, you know what, we either need it for practical reasons. Like, you know, if you look at periphery, I saw their rig rundown and I was talking to another friend of mine. He plays in pendulum and it's just like everything light shows, music tracks, click. Yeah. It's all synced up. He's like, yeah. you can't be turning pedals on and off. You just need it to do it for you. And then yeah. you can go and enjoy the show and enjoy all the playing. It's so you know? perfect for bands like that. Like my friends in, well, <laughs> I forget your, your friend too, in, in uh, Rolo Tomasi. Mm. Um, uh, of course, ex-GAC employees on drums. Yes, uh, indeed. But, uh, but the um, uh, Rolo Tomasi, everything is triggered. From their pedal changes and their lights are all running off of one sequence of triggering all on a... Uh, on a click track and that's exactly the right thing for that sort of band so that they can absolutely throw themselves around and perform like that with such a a tight brilliant show but you know if you want to go and see like a a little rock and roll band they need that looseness or a jam band they need that creativity that comes with the organic gear so whilst genres some genres will move to digital because it makes more sense for them i think I think blues and rock and roll and jazz are all pretty safe still. Yeah, I, you know, it's not like, I don't know if this is a good comparison or not, but it's not like electric cars where their normal cars are dangerous to the environment and people are moving to electric because there is a, you know, everyone's trying to get to a certain point and people are stopping, have actively said we're not going to make any more petrol cars. That's not really been the case with amplifiers and i think people are still making new companies are coming out and making valve amps and their take on a circuit well and, did we talk know, about this sort of did we talk about this matt or, or is it with someone else on the podcast about the whole thing with ashdown the the reason they don't like making anything class d and that they make with the hybrid amps and they stock so much in spares is because dave green the designer wants to make sure every single amp is repairable for 25 mm. years at least afterwards and the problem with so many base amp companies going to class d I'm not excluding Ashdown from that, dear listener. They make a bunch of Class D stuff, which they are begrudgingly aware of, but trends are Class D. When a Class D amplifier goes, it goes. You know, Mm. that's it. Mm. That is now landfill. That's not a good thing in 2023. That's not the direction we should be going in when we have a perfectly good option in solid state stuff to, to make something that's completely repairable. But, you know... Every single bass player complained about their backs, so I guess I think we've got that's, to landfill. Yeah, I think stuff. I think the thing is as well is just that you can create a lot more character with a valve amp than you can a class D. I, I guess in some ways, yeah. Um, but I think they both just have their place, and it just depends on what you want and what you need, realistically. Yes. Um, but I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't blame Ross Edwards for going. I want to see a real amp on stage, um, wouldn't we all? But do you know what? Sometimes it just ain't practical. No, quite, quite the case. Now that does, in fact, bring us up to the end of this week's podcast. I am aware, dear listener, that we haven't selected a, um, we haven't done a spin of the wheel for next week, but that's because next week we're going to be doing a whole rundown of the guitar show. So we'll, we'll, we'll do that the following week, but 
Right now, Matt and I are going to head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where we're going to record a whole extra episode. We're going to talk about maybe the new 1981 pedal, maybe the new Boss ME90, or whatever it is you guys are on now, something like that. Maybe some of the questions from the group. If you want to listen to that, then uh, head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. There's loads of information there on how you can join, sign up, and support the Guitar Nerds podcast. If you want to get in touch with us for any reason at all, info at guitarnerds.net or DM us on Instagram, message us on Facebook, find me on Facebook. You know, there's the Guitar Nerds group there as well. If you're a Patreon supporter, contact us through Patreon. Whew. Well, Whew, there it is. Show. Yeah, made it. Whew. We made, made it. it. So we'll be back next week with more of this Guitar Nerdery. Farewell. Goodbye. With another week's podcast out of the way and one week closer to the Brighton Guitar Show, it just leaves me to say thank you very, very much to all our wonderful top-tier Patreon backers. Thank you eternally to Rocket Rob Patterson, Marcus Deluxe, Dorsonic Pickups, Rob Witherden, Chris Franklin, Anton Fryant, Russell Meehan, Barry Gresbeck, Steve Davis, Daniel Walker, Joran Brown, John Conaway, The Studio Rats, Russell Healing, Yogi the Guitarist, Ty Allen, Kyle Harris, Sean Hughes, Andy Hoffler, Eric Hemmer, Jeffrey Wax, Brian Einzer, Mark Hizau Kadawaki, Stuart Robson, Eric File, Peter Pesce, Andy Manley, Joe Puttick, Blake Wyland, Phil Rodomsky, Dave Lee, Ross Edwards, Jason Wharton, James Dorr, Jake Gray, Derek Rich, Scott Kennedy, Steve Merkel, Abe Matthews, Christopher Losek, Stephen Burke, Robin Smith, Kytopia the Band, J.D. Short, Andy McKenzie, Brad Page, Paul Corrigan, Rob Nordvik, Scott O'Brien, and of course, Moog Gravit. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.